Welcome to Illuminate, a podcast to help you find your way through the light of God's Word. I'm CJ Hitz, and I'm here with my wife, Shelly Hitz. Hey, everyone. And you know, today is January 8th, uh, 2019, and you know, with a new year comes sort of a, a new excitement. Don't you think, Shelly? Oh, yeah. I've been feeling it. And I've really gotten into a practice at the end of each year to review what was working, what's not, and to really set my plans and goals and intentions for the next year. And so I create space for God to speak to me, both in my personal life, but also business. And it really then helps build up excitement. It's not a New Year's resolution. No, these are these are lifestyle things. These are big goals and dreams and visions that God has given. And it just really gets me motivated to move forward. Yeah, you know, whenever I think of a new year, I almost just think of a, uh, a blank sheet of paper. You know, it's like starting over. And uh, not that we're necessarily crumpling up uh, the old right <laughs> years and saying you know I'm we're filing that, that book trash. up on the shelf you know we build up a lifetime of experiences and god uses all kinds of things in our lives to mold and shape us and yet when you think of a new year you know you just sort of think of that that clean slate uh again to use a, an education term uh you know kids used to uh, have miniature chalkboards and after each lesson, they would just wipe that slate clean, you know, ready for the next lesson. Right. <laughs> and, you know, in our own lives, there's just something special about beginning each year by dedicating it to the Lord and really just asking for new and fresh direction. You know, where does the Lord want to take us in 2019? You know, we're, we're essentially plugging in his destination, and he's got a destination for us, folks. And ultimately, it's heaven for those uh, those of us that trust Christ and, and what he did for us on the cross. But his destination, we're essentially plugging that into a GPS. You know, we don't know when or where every turn's going to be, but we're listening to his instruction, similar to following that voice on your GPS. You know, we, we all get down the road and we're waiting for that voice to come on and turn left on this certain road or right. <laughs> turn right at the roundabout, you know, whatever it might be, you know, we're essentially listening, waiting for that direction so that we can get to our destination. Yeah. And I think about it differently than just traditional goal setting, because a lot of times our society is into humanism, putting self at the center. And what we want to think of as Christ followers is like what CJ was saying, put Christ at the center. Where is it you have for me to go this year, Lord? What goals do you have for me? What What is it that you have uniquely gifted me to do that no one else can do? And that, you know, for such a time as this, for this time and period, what is it you've created me to do this year, 2019, or whatever year you're listening to this in? And it's really amazing. Like when you listen and you hear God's voice and you allow him to lead and guide you, what can happen? Yeah, and that's that's one of the things we want to really encourage all of you to, you know, begin doing. Um, you know, Shelley mentioned hearing God's voice. And of course, uh, you know, there have been various teachings through the years. Uh, one of the one uh, teachings that we've actually looked at is uh, one by a guy named Mark Verkler. Uh, hearing the voice of God. 
And that's probably a whole nother uh, episode or podcast. But what we want to really encourage you to do just right from the beginning of this year is take that time, get yourself in a quiet place, maybe have a journal, have the Word of God, whatever it may be, but just give your 2019 to the Lord and just ask Him, Lord, what do you have for this year? And sometimes you even might uh, you might even have a theme that really just is impressed upon your mind. Yeah, you know it could be one word. Um, Shelley, you've had some things in the past uh, even more profoundly than than I've experienced in terms of just that regular one word. And uh, what are just a few examples that you've had that have popped up? You know, uh, from year to year. Yeah, I've had a lot of different ones that I, I was thinking I need to go back through and like write them all out, <laughs> what I've had from year to year. But I remember one was shine and it was based upon Matthew 5, 14 to 16, let your light shine before men. Um, one year it was faith because it was recently after we moved to Colorado Springs and we just didn't know what was ahead and what God was doing. And I'd quit my physical therapy job. One year it was Thrive because, you know, I'm a redeemed workaholic and <laughs> I had been striving. So it was time to thrive. This year, God gave me the word beyond and it has a lot of meaning. I'm working on a book called Beyond the Brokenness. That's the tentative title right now. And God's just really taken me beyond my comfort zone and really wants me to expand, I believe, into all that he has for me, even more than what I've experienced so far. So those are just a few examples of themes that God has given me. But what, what you were saying, um, what I tend to do is, like what I said earlier, create space. So I don't know if you remember, CJ, back in December, you and I had a day of prayer. And yeah. we went to a, a place locally here in Colorado Springs. It's called um, Every Home for Christ. And they have prayer grottos that we rented out, and we each went in separately. And I really used that time, that day of prayer, to seek God for 2019 and ask Him, like, what is it you want me to do. And so it's being intentional instead of being reactive to yeah. life. And God really gave me a plan and it's flexible, like make your plans, but stay flexible, right? Because God can change them at any moment. Yeah. <laughs> he did that with my, my plans in 2018, but just creating that space and, ha you know, setting the intention and really just saying, okay, what is, what is ahead? It really gives you um, a confidence, you know, moving forward. Yeah. And, um, that word intentionality is really key. You know, uh, you have to be intentional about anything you want in life or really setting that time aside for the Lord. You know, uh, there are a myriad of things that uh, can easily steal our time, become distractions. Um, as I'll mention in a bit, uh, pretty soon our year gets away from us. And I'm going to mention just an idea to consider in terms of, you know, just making uh, your year more manageable and not, not just being overwhelmed. But there's a few verses that we're going to just reference, you know, uh, in this podcast that really have to do with new. And uh, the first uh, uh, verse that I want to actually look at is Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. Now, just to give you a little background, if you read the whole chapter of Isaiah 43, the Lord has essentially been listing some things that he's brought Israel through. You know, he's been their redeemer. He's been their savior. He even mentions, you know, right before this passage, uh, Egypt and how he, he parted the waters and allowed the Israelites to, to walk through on dry ground. And then he, he essentially swamped 
the uh, Egyptians that were coming after them. And so that's, uh, that's an event that he mentions right before this. And so with that in context, listen to verse 18. But forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Now I want to just mention that those those verses to say that God, God's specifically speaking to Israel here. But those verses really can have context in our own lives as well, in terms of God wants to do a new thing in your life in 2019. And that's, again, the neat thing about crossing into a new year is it can be looked at as, okay, it's a new sheet of paper. What stories or chapters or ideas do you want to make real in my life this year? What do you want to do differently? And and essentially, some of us may have even been living in a wasteland, as is mentioned in verse 19. It says, I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. And so... You know, God wants to do new things in our lives. He is about newness. And, you know, uh, we look at Ecclesiastes 1.9, which uh, isn't really one of our theme verses here for this podcast, but it came to mind, you know, the the writer, which is Solomon, says, uh, oh, there's nothing new under the sun. You know, uh, history repeats itself. Well, in, in many ways that's true, but Solomon was also living before Jesus. You know, Jesus changed everything, as we're going to also see in another verse that uh, I mentioned regarding newness. Yeah, and I just want to just point out that you can have a fresh start any day. It doesn't need to be at January. Like, if you're listening to this in June, you can choose right now, right today, to to start fresh, to start new. And the thing that stuck out to me about this verse, it says, but forget all that. And I looked back, and like CJ said, he just mentioned how he had opened a way through the Red Sea. And I thought, okay, I want you to think of the biggest miracle God could do, for example, parting the Red Sea, and then think bigger. Think bigger for what God wants to do in your life. Think about the biggest miracle that you can even imagine. You know, Ephesians 3.20 says, He does exceedingly abundantly more than what we can think or imagine. But I just feel like this verse is just saying, think bigger. I have more for you. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, God really does want to um, bring about newness in your life. You know, there's another... Scripture, I alluded to Jesus in, in that last uh, bit. You know, 2 Corinthians 5.17 is a verse that we're well familiar with. Um, and it's a verse that actually has a little more personal meaning to me because I, I took these spring break bike trips in college. Uh, there were 400-mile trips that were led by a couple named Jim and Louise Pickens uh, out of Anderson, Indiana. So they offered these trips to college students and we they basically picked a different 400 mile route in Florida, and they equipped all of us with a uh, 10 or 12 speed Schwinn. <laughs> Many of us probably had no business being on those bikes on uh, major roads and different oh, highways man. through God Florida. God protected you guys through so much. <laughs> but uh, the name of this bicycle group, these tours, were called the Recyclers, 
And so sort of a play on words there, you know, with our site, our, our bicycles. But they used 2 Corinthians 5.17 mm-hmm. as the theme verse. And that verse simply says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. Mm-hmm. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And, you know, that whole theme of recycling you could you could also I, I actually like the word restoring even better. Yeah. You think of a, a someone that likes to restore an old antique car, and uh, all the things that go with that. But Jesus is restoring us to the condition that we were created to live out of. In Christ, there's a constant newness in spirit. And one day we're actually even going to get new bodies. You know, we're not in, we're not there yet. We have to put up with these tents that we live in right now, <laughs> these temporary dwellings. Right. But I wanted to just mention even the verse before that, verse 16. It says, so we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. And it made me think, man, those of us that have come to know Jesus... And are getting to know him, you know, day after day after day. You know, it's endless, you know, the depth of his his knowledge and just his goodness and his grace. And, you know, you get to know someone and it changes your view of them. You know, I have a certain view of perhaps Michael Jordan. You know, I loved watching him growing up. Um, I emulated him. And yet, I don't know Michael Jordan personally. I've never met him. But I imagine if we spent a few days hanging out, you know, hey, you know, want to hang out, Mike? Um, You know, want to be like Mike? Yeah. You know, it would be different after three, four, five days. It would change my view of Michael Jordan. It would change that relationship. And it's the same way with Jesus. You know, Jesus wants to bring about a newness in us, a freshness that really is made possible by his death and resurrection. Yeah, and it says, you know, the old life is gone a new life has begun. And the thing that I really felt like I wanted to mention on this podcast is I've seen it over and over and over as I've, you know, spoken in different audiences and through my book, Broken Crayons Still Color, you know, I really just see that many times it's hard for us to let go of the past, to let go of the regret and fully accept God's forgiveness. So that old life, that old you, it's gone. And a new life has begun. But so many times we still hold on to that regret from the past. And we get stuck seeing ourselves as that old person instead of the new creation in Christ. And so if that's you today, I just really encourage you to um, just you know place your hands, palms up, and just say, God, I surrender this regret, this shame, this you know these mistakes, the things that have been done to me. I give that to you today, and I choose to fully receive your forgiveness. I forgive myself, and I choose to see myself as a new person in Christ. This year, I can go forward in that newness that you created me. I'm not the old person. I'm not that old, um, you know, person that that I often see myself as. And if you want to go deeper into this, CJ and I have written a book called Forgiveness Formula, and it really goes into these three steps of forgiveness that I shared. Yeah. And so another passage we want to actually move on to is another one that we're 
we're familiar with, and it's um, it's been recited through the centuries many times. But you know, as as with most things in life, the newness often wears off. Um, you know, you you have these big aspirations in um, the new year. You have these new goals. You may have joined the gym. Uh, there's right. all, there's all kinds of things. <laughs> I, I've, you know, recently I was at the gym on new year and, uh, my goodness, I've never seen that gym so packed and, uh, you know, you hope it stays that way. But again, we all have these great intentions sometimes that sort of begin to fade by March and April. And I want to give you just an idea, uh, to consider just regarding your daily habits you know, what if we were to really begin to look at um, not just the whole year, but really just making each day a, a clean sheet of paper. You're starting each day fresh. You're starting your day centering yourself with Jesus, quieting yourself before him. That could be five minutes the first part of your day. It could be 10 minutes. It could be an hour. You've got your cup of coffee there. Or tea. Or tea, <laughs> yes. Um, and you're sitting there before the Lord, and you're just saying, what do you want to do today, Lord? What is it you want to do today? Because how many know that, you know, 365 days of practicing different habits will help you achieve those year-long goals? Right. One day at a time. And so uh, think of, think about that. But Lamentations 3, 22 and 24 22 through 24 says the faithful love of the Lord never ends his mercies never cease great is his faithfulness his mercies begin afresh each morning amen I say to myself the Lord is my inheritance therefore I will hope in him did you hear that his mercies he essentially is giving us a do-over every single day. I mean, think about that. We, we get to start each day to say, what do you want to do today, Lord, to make this the best day possible, to be the most fruitful in my life, to actually work through me so that I can step out of the way and allow you to flow through me. And, and I was thinking about a bag of chips the other day, uh, Shelly, and... Uh, you love to eat. You know, I uh, <laughs> I love a good bag of potato chips. Don't eat them too often, but when you get them, we recently had family here, and uh, we had a number of uh, different bags of chips, you know, tortilla chips, barbecue, potato chips, uh, different things. And, you know, I was just thinking, man, you open that bag and there's an excitement about it. There's a newness. You know, you can sort of here in Colorado, you open that thing up and the, uh, it's just like the bag pops, you know, you've got this... Uh, air that comes out and you start digging in but eventually you get to the bottom of that bag of chips and uh, you're 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 left with the only option is to to go out and buy another bag and yet that's similar uh, or actually it's the opposite of of what God does for us each each uh, morning he gives us essentially a new bag of mercies every single morning that we have a chance to dip into, partake of where, wherever we need it, and really just to, to bask in the, the flavor of His mercies.
and it never ends. You don't have to buy a new bag. You don't, I mean, it's just ongoing. And I, and I love it. it says the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. And I just felt like what the Lord said to me is like, Shelly, my love is not dependent on you. It's not dependent on what you do. My love never ends. You know, nothing we do can stop God's love, his faithful love. It never ends. It never ceases. So no matter what has been done to you, no matter what you've done, no matter how you failed in the past to move towards those goals and the visions that God has for you, he loves you. Nothing can separate you from his love. And when you work from a place of being loved, you're going to be so much more effective than when you're working from a place of fear. And so some, a lot of um, these resolutions or goals or they're, they're grounded in fear and shame. You're not good enough. You failed in this, you know, you better do this or this is going to happen. But I love it that we can just, um, you know, put our roots into God's love and then our goals and dreams and visions are based in love, not fear. Yeah. It's good, Shelly. And, uh, you know, we're, we just want to kind of close with, uh, one final passage that uh, is in Revelation, and this is really looking far ahead, and yet there is a hope as we read these verses, and it's Revelation 21, starting in verse 4, and I'm going to read through verse 7. It says, He will wipe every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. Amen. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, Write this down, for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. And he also said, It is finished. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To all who are thirsty I will give freely from the springs of, uh, of the water of life. All who are victorious will inherit all these blessings and I will be their God and they will be my children. Did you hear that folks? That's Jesus on the throne in the future. He's on the throne now, but one day we're going to stand before him. We're going to worship. It's the only thing that's ever going to matter. And he says, I am making all things new. He is going to create a new heavens and a new earth. He is making everything new. It even says that one day we're actually going to get these mansions. Now, I think in our minds we have an idea of what a mansion is. Right. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Jesus is creating something new. Corinthians in another passage says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard the things which God's prepared for those who love him. And so I want you just to take hope in looking at those verses in Revelation and saying, hey, this isn't it. What, I, what exactly. I see around me is fading. Yes, there's goodness here. There are goals. There are awesome things that God's doing through our lives today if we allow him. But one day, one day, everything's going to be new. And we're going to be changed in ways that we can't even imagine right now. Yeah, and I just, I always say there's always hope. And when we are believers in Christ and we have the hope of heaven, 
we have the ultimate hope. No matter how crazy, how hard this life gets, we know there will come a day there will be no more pain. Amen. No more tears. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and we will be made new. Everything's new. If you're trying to lose weight or if you're, you know, having issues with your health and, you know, your body's going to be made new. Your mind is going to be made new. Everything. It doesn't say some things. It says everything will be made new. And so, and it also says, you know, we can't even think or imagine like what God has prepared for us. And so I just encourage you to have hope today. Yes, God wants us to have life and life abundantly here on this earth. That's John 10, 10. But we always have hope that there is something more, something greater. And that is really where our hope should rest is in Christ. Yeah, amen. So folks, we're going to just close in prayer and, and wrap this episode up. And uh, again, you know, we just want to wish all of you just a, not just a happy new year, but really just a prosperous new year in whatever God wants to do in your life. And uh, just, just hoping, fruitful new year. Yeah, fruitful. Um, <laughs> the year new, the year 2019 would, you know, not as, not as a cliche, but it really would be the best ever that you would draw so close to Jesus that it would just have a sweetness about it that, uh, that you're just basking in, you know, each day. So we want to just close in prayer. I want to just pray a new year prayer for you, you know, as you're, as you're beginning, you know, this 2019. Lord, we just thank you so much for these scriptures that talk about newness. We thank you, Lord, that with each and every one of us, you want to bring about something new, uh, whether it be each and every day, whether it be over the course of weeks, months, a year, Whatever it is, Lord, we know that you are molding and shaping us to conform to the image of, of Jesus. And I ask, Lord, that in 2019, you would bless our listeners in yes, profound Lord. ways. Yes, I God. ask, Lord, that you would pour your spirit out upon them, that you would help them uh, in breakthroughs, mm. whether it be yes. mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, Lord, bring those breakthroughs that are needed in order to get them to a place mm. where they are completely yielded as a vessel in your hands. Yes, Lord. And Lord, I, I pray that when they look back on 2019, they will just be amazed at what you did, Lord, that they won't be able to take credit for it, that Shelly and I won't be able to take credit for what you do in our lives, but we can say, look what the Lord mm. did. We heard from the Lord. We saw the Lord's hand. We saw his provision. We saw his dreams implanted in our hearts. We saw him transform our minds. We saw the Lord. And so, yes. Lord, would you do this in our listeners? And I pray that uh, they would finish 2019 as well as they started, that uh, it would just be something that... Um, is incredible to watch and we just thank you so much for what you're doing and uh, may you draw anyone to this podcast that you desire and we ask this in jesus name amen amen well, we want to thank you for listening today if this episode has whet your appetite to read god's word we've got a free gift for you 
So download my free ebook, Fuel for the Soul, for free at www.illuminateshow.com. Again, that's illuminateshow.com. Let's live illuminated lives. This is the Illuminate Podcast.